By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the Morning. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, You're really not. So why do why do you even say that? It's six fourteen. It's BS in the morning. <laughs> Hopefully, we can complete the show this morning without having a truck hit one of the power poles near our our studio and have me knocked off the air in the middle of a sentence last Friday. Friday we had uh, on a one to ten scale, we've had about a three show on Friday, but near the end it was getting to be like maybe four, four and a half, and it was yeah. Cr- we were progressing, and then all of a sudden. It, it was crescendoing up to a five, and I'm I'm doing probably the funniest bit I've ever done, and I'm just about ready to read the punchline, and the power goes out. That's true. A guy in a truck hit hit telephone pole down the street and and lost their power. And Took man, out the whole day. What the whole day? I mean, block, this was like a, oh my blocks? god. They worked on that all day Friday and almost I mean into the night on Friday. And did they? All I bet day, they did. I bet it all was a pretty significant knockout. Oh my! Well, the problem is, it was like a major pole. You know, matter matter of fact, uh, yeah. matter of fact, uh, it was it was it was a guy from the Polish army. It was major pole. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Dad was, joke much? That was that was bad. <laughs> anyway, oh god. It's, Speaking of poles, you know, I actually over the weekend. I actually had to buy some medical equipment for a family member, and yeah. <laughs> I got a stripper pole. Well, it's a it's, it can be used as a stripper pole, but it's it's a what do you it call was it? from a medical, you know, a medical um, equipment place. Yeah, it, and when I saw it, I'm like, it's a it's a mobility pole. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's a mobility about. pole, and it goes all the way up to the ceiling, right. down to the floor. And I looked at the man. I go. This is a stripper pole. He it's, goes, to, it's to help people in and out of their bed or whatever they're doing. Right? It really right. is. Right, right. It, so, to me, you, it looked like a stripper pole. Are you going to put it in your place? Yes. But it's not for you. It's for it's for. No, it's not. Right. For okay. Me. Okay. Let's get that straight. <laughs> Shelly's not going. But you know, you know, the sad part of that is that you know that got to be real popular until. All the U- until all the YouTube videos surfaced where the women were like doing their stripper pole deal and they were like, you know, they had their camera on a tripod or, you know, they were just had it sitting on a dresser drawer or something like that. And they're doing the, the stripper pole thing and the pole pulls out from the ceiling. Have you seen all those? There's a bunch I of have those. not. Oh I, my I don't God. look at videos like you do. There, has, there has got but to be. But it's nice to know that that is the compliment that you that you uh well, no. that you like to peruse no 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 there's there's got to be oh. some women who have seriously just like we talked about the you know on tiktok the the milk crate challenge remember you, yes you didn't know what yes. that was about until i showed you some of those videos i mean were there people getting their butts kicked or what yes there I, mean, was. I mean their butts their heads their hips their arms their legs i mean because if you don't know what we're talking about all these challenges on tiktok and they had this deal where first off they were stealing the milk crates and you made them into a pyramid and I think in the middle there were six talls. In other words, it was like you went steps up, steps down. And you were supposed to, and the problem with it is that you can step on one milk crate, pretty stable, two milk crates stacked, you know, somewhat stable, three, a little bit rocky, four, sort of funky, five, like over the top, six, you're like standing on a bucking bronco trying to yes, keep Yes, you are. Try, trying to keep straight. And then you gotta go back down the other side. And finally, uh, TikTok 
banned them because there were all these people getting hurt. Plus, they were stealing the milk crates, you know. Which, yeah, that's which, and, true. And so I am it was, uh, and I want people uh, promoting a felony. Right. Well, I want people to know. I got I got milk crates. Every single milk crate I have, I bought. And the only problem is, and he doesn't climb on them. Yes. Well, sometimes I do, for one step. But uh, the problem is, some of them are marked that you know this has been stolen. You know, I'm going. No, I bought it. Uh, now, but most of them are not marked, but they're official milk crates. I love them. I use them for storage. I use them to put my tools that in. That is his organizational skills. And, and you know what? It is. It's, it's, it, I know. It's, it's helped it's me quite a bit. It's your organizational I'm not the most organized mojo. guy in the world. Right, but it's helped me out quite a bit. Okay, a lot of stuff to talk about this morning. First off. We do have a lot of stuff to talk about. I hope that all of our listeners and our listeners, extended families, relatives, friends, things like that, made it through the night because there were some nasty, nasty storms tornadoes with a plural tornadoes with an s on the end of it in missouri and illinois uh i did a little bit of tracking of some of them and it seems as though we sort of dodged the bullet again remember we talk about how these storms come out of the southwest and sort of come up i-44 uh seems as though but then when they get to st louis they like they part well that's what i'm saying and 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 they went they went to the tornadoes to the south of us and to the north of us and i'll double check this but i don't think there's any of the metro counties, well, I shouldn't say that because Washington County is now a metro county, and I believe they had they had some activity. I know they had some activity. I was listen, I was watching the, uh, the tornado warnings come across last night, and I know there was a south of us. Uh, those crossed over the river, over the Mississippi and Illinois, and I believe the same situation in the north of us because I know for a while um, that uh, some of the, well, you know, now that I think about that, there might have been some activity over in the metro east counties. Uh, for their part of the St. Louis MSA. I'll have to double-check that. But uh, hopefully you didn't have any problems. There was some heavy rain, some pretty windy conditions, um, and hopefully we've dodged it. Now, over the weekend, yesterday, I mean, me being the weather geek, I looked at my color radar weather because they're talking about all these storms. At one point yesterday, I have never seen this, as long as I've been looking at color radar weather, and that's been for a long time. At one point, there was watches and warnings for almost the entire western coast from from literally Vancouver, British Columbia, you know, which is just north of the United States, all the right. way down through LA, all the way down and and two thirds of the way down to San Diego, there was some kind of a watch or warning the entire west coast, except for maybe sixty, seventy miles between the Mexican border and a point probably north of Los or, or San Diego County. I mean just it was like, what is this? And uh, just and now, keep in mind those storms. Let me look at it again this morning. Those storms move across the country, and then they end up in our area. So, uh, and they're talking about some really, really nasty situations with this thing out on the West Coast. And look at it where we're at right now. So, in the St. Louis area right now, we have nothing. Uh, there's some activity. Uh, matter of fact, some of the storms that were coming through us are now just just clobbering Chicago. They just moved through Peoria. They're in Chicago. Then there's another front. This front stretches from Michigan all the way down to Jackson, Mississippi. One continuous front of storms going through Indy right now. Matter of fact, it just went through Indy. We just went through Louisville, and this looks like another nasty front. There's all – oh, God, look at this. There's still warnings from Vancouver all the way down through San Francisco – and then there's a little bit of an open spot, and then there's more warnings that going from north of Los Angeles, uh, almost all the way down. Well, just to, from north of Los Angeles to a point just south of Los Angeles, and there's huge bands of activity. This is sort of bizarre to look at, 
probably one-third of California right now is getting some kind of nasty rain. One-third of it, one-third, the half of California. Matter of fact, this front goes from out from the Pacific Ocean north of L.A., and it goes all the way through uh, uh, Washington State, Portland, or excuse me, Oregon State, and right now it's moving across Montana. Man, this is nasty stuff. And all across the United States, Colorado, there's warnings in Colorado, there's warnings in Wyoming. Man, this is some bad stuff. Are there warnings in the metro St. Louis area? Nothing right now. Matter of fact, if you look, this is interesting, if you look at the state of Missouri, there's not one speck of activity any place in the state of Missouri. But this front that moved through us right now goes from the from east to west. It goes from, from just, uh, it goes from the Iowa border all the way across Illinois and all the way across the northern tier states uh, through Toronto, Montreal, uh, through New York, Maine, all the little Delawares and Rhode Islands, and then uh, it looks like it just missed New York. And then there's another band of activity that's down, that's hitting Florida, that's in, that's hitting Georgia and North and South Carolina. So, man, we got trouble all over the country. So if you're flying, you know what that means? <laughs> that means it means either a lot higher or you're going to be... Well, it's going to be—it's going to be most of these places. Like you know, now that we don't have a major hub anymore, everybody's got to connect through Chicago, which is right now getting pummeled. Or if you're going out west, everybody connects through um, Las—well, not necessarily Las Vegas, but Phoenix. A lot of the flights, at least Southwest, a lot of them connect through Phoenix. Nothing going on in Arizona right now, but man, if you got to go to the West Coast today, East Coast, or go to Florida, you may be having some delays as far as uh, your trip is concerned so please be careful you know we say this we don't say this enough we're not the biggest radio station actually we're pretty small and if we lost two of our listeners we'd have nobody listening anymore no that's (laughs) not true we would lose half our listeners how about how about the guy who contacted me yesterday you know i did sort of a deep dive on him he's kind of a big deal you know i didn't matter of fact what's funny you don't you don't even realize it but you've already had some exposure to this guy me? You. Why? Uh, let me put it to this way. One point in time, you came back from one of your meetings you were at, one of your, I don't care, whatever, your your network, networking group or something you were at, with uh-huh. a bunch, bunch of politicians, and they told you there's a website that all the politicians in the state of Missouri watch like a hawk. This is the guy. Really? Remember, remember when you told me about that? Did I? You did. You don't, <laughs> I don't remember. You don't remember it. I'll tell you off air. Okay, because because <laughs> you came back and, and, and you turned me on to it. I didn't even know it existed. You turned me on to it. And you, hey, I went to this meeting. All the politicians were there talking about, you got to go to this site. This is the site that if you want to know what goes on in the political world in Missouri every single day, this is the site you need to go to. So I go to it and I go, okay, I get it. There's lots of stuff on here. You know, and then it turns out this is the guy who sends me an email yesterday who says he's a regular listener of the station, which is sort of scary to think that we've got like this high-powered political dude who's listening to us. And I even told him. I think it's adorable. I even told him, I said, I said, you know, I'm thinking about running for U.S. Senate. And he went, (laughs) and I go, okay, that's the reaction I wanted. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're talking about the the big... uh, (laughs) <laughs> if you're in the St. Louis County or if you work or live there, 
we don't have too many listeners. Well, you do out in West County. Uh, but uh, if, if you live and work there, there's the big Sam Page controversy from Saturday night, which is sort of funny. There's the bizarre Alec Baldwin story with the uh, unfortunate uh, death of the uh, cinematographer for the movie he was working on. And that is getting really weird. There's the... What, the movie or what happened? The whole story. There's all sorts of more weird stuff coming out. There's the West... There always is a subculture. The West side of our state, which now is in revolt because the Kansas City Chiefs, the wheels are falling off. They got nailed yesterday they did this the first time i think the first time since since patrick mahomes has been a a chief they scored no touchdowns and he just got whacked uh near the end of the game and taken out of the game and i think he may be going i I have to double check that i think he may they suspect he may have a concussion which is like really sad i'm sorry for that yeah and 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 all and what's interesting is okay keep in mind here's here's how fickle sports fans are wasn't it two years ago that Kansas City won the the Super Bowl? And wasn't it last year that they played in the Super Bowl, but they lost to Tampa with, with Tom Brady? Now there are calls for firing of the coach. I mean, how soon people forget. You know, you go to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl two years in a row, you have a, a not-so-good start of your season, and let's fire the coach. Okay, we'll talk about all that good people stuff. People have very short attention spans sometimes do. when they want to. It's like, what have you done for me lately? And in lately, I mean the last 10 minutes, right? Not, yes. Not within like the last six months, the last no. 10 minutes. Okay, it's 628. Yes. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. Westplex 107.1, AM 1350 crap, and 104.5 KSLQ, all part of the Trimal cast. Louis Capaldi, which is the remix of that song, which if you, and quite honestly, I love that song with the remix. If you listen to the original version, it's like, wake me up before I get to the end of the song. I know. Snoozeville song. Snooze much? Yes. Wine much? Exactly. It's it's like, it's like, oh, I I lost my girlfriend. Right. Oh, my God. It's like it's like watching. It's like, it's oh like, my god! It's like watching. Man day, up, dude! It's like watching daytime TV. Between that and all the ads for the attorneys. Hi, I'm Joe Smith, and if you'd re- recently had your head decapitated, I can help you. Yes, I can, I can help you. <laughs> right? It's like what? <laughs> I, if my head's decapitated, <laughs> I you, there's no help for me anymore. But you can help me. How are you going to help me? God, this and, and you know we're talking about all these weird stories. This thing with like the Brian, Brian Laundry and the Gabby Patino thing just gets weirder. I mean, I the, thought they found him. Isn't this but like there's? I mean, it, sorry, okay. but isn't it like a done deal that, that you, they found him? He's deceased. Okay, and you, um, right, you read the story. Okay, but yet, like uh-huh. here, here we had like armies of law enforcement. You know, right? Like, you know, searching. Like, right, searching. Okay, and yeah. his mom and dad call up the police department the night before. Hey, we're going to go down to this reserve and we're going to go look around. Okay, we'll see you there at 7.30. So they show up, mom and dad show up with two, I think a, a local sh- a local sheriff's deputy or somebody, like local police department and an FBI guy. After walking into the entrance to the park, we're not talking like way back in the back of the park. They walk into the entrance of the park. They have people, news people, who are trailing them like all of a sudden, oh, look what I found. I found Brian's notebook. Oh, oh, look, here's Brian's. Oh, here's here's part of Brian's body. How did that happen? I mean, they searched this place 
from stem to stern, you know, it's like, okay, how in the world did the mom and dad walk in 20 minutes it after they like get... It looks like mom and dad went Dexter all over his... Well, it's All just, over their son. It's just bizarre. And then there's another yeah. thing that came out last. I don't know if you saw this or not. They say they, they police comb the area and they have all this evidence, okay? So after they open the park back up, apparently this happened yesterday, after they open the park back up, a bunch of people went in there and a guy takes a picture of a water bottle. Now, it's not just any kind of a water bottle. It's supposedly some very rare water water bottle that's, that was sold like by REI that's it's hard, hard to get. And all this, this is what's interesting about the internet. Some sleuth... This I th- the same guy said, I bet you I can trace this water battle back a bottle back to Gabby Petito. So they have all these videos because this whole deal was they they went on this trip for months. They just drove around the West Coast in this converted van. And by the way, you people in the press, it's not a Ford Transit van; it's a Transit Connect van. There's a difference. The Transit is there the, is a huge difference between the two. Yes, the Transit van is the full size van. The Transit Connect is the small van. Okay, actually, the van. I don't know if this is like real nerddom. The van that they were they driving around with was built in Turkey. How do I know this? Because I'm a nerd. Okay. They didn't make those vans in the United States, or actually when they first started making those vans, they made that, well, I take that back. That could have been made in the United States, but the original vans, when Ford started selling that Transit Connect, which was the small cargo van, those were, they were imported out of Turkey, okay? So anyway, this guy goes back and researches some of the videos where, and they've got Gabby Petito doing this video, and he says, look at the video, look at, he shows what video to show you to go to on YouTube. Look at the video and go seven minutes and 30 seconds in the video. She's showing off their van. They converted to be like their camper. And sure enough, on the wall in a little bottle rack is this bottle. It's the exact same bottle. It's going like, no, hold on a minute now. How did that happen? So supposedly this was her bottle, her water bottle, that was left in this reserve, which she never was in supposedly, and this was the the bottle out of their van, which supposedly is not in the van anymore. It's like, okay, how are the law enforcement people missing this stuff? You know, I mean, I'm you know, and I'm not being critical of that. I'm just asking the question: How in the world can the mom and dad, who you know, walk into this park, you know, be there 20 minutes and find all this stuff? And this is like they say, well, because the water used to be much higher. Well, still. I mean, they, remember they talked about it. we've got the sonar, we've got the we've got the the trained fish that are going in. You know, we have the trained fish. Get the trained fish. That, yeah, going in. They're looking underwater. We've got sonar. We've got radar. We've got you know we've got you know fish imaging thing. I'm like, okay, I don't quite get it. Anyway, that whole story is just bizarre. I mean, you know, and when you think about it, I mean, let's let's look at the basic thing. They go off together, and she lived with them. You know, she lived with him and his mom and dad. That's where she lived. She moved from New York because that's, if you know the whole story, they went to school in New York. Then the laundry family moved down to uh, Florida, and he had this thing for Gabby, so he convinced her to come down and live with him. So he's living with mom and dad. You know, son comes back from this trip driving her van, and she's not around. You don't think there's a question? Hey, what happened to Gabby? You know, Gabby lives here. Where's Gabby? Did Gabby go back home? Where is she? Is she out in the West Coast still? Is she is she staying in a hotel? I mean, don't you think there's those questions asked if you're the, like the mom and dad? Wouldn't you think? I would think. If you like, you if, know, if your daughter was living with the guy at your place, okay? Now she's married now, but just had a baby at my place. Yeah, but let's say let's happen. let's go back like twenty years ago. 
or like 15 uh-huh. years ago. So your daughter's like in her early 20s, okay? Right. And she goes, and you got a dude who her boyfriend's living with you. And they go off on this two or three month vacation. And she comes back and no dude. Wouldn't you say, hey, where's the dude? Would yes. You, wouldn't you ask that question? I, and, I would absolutely and, ask. And especially if it was the dude's van that she came back with. You know, okay, you left with this guy. You're on the road for two months. You come back. You got the guy's van. Wouldn't you say, hey, Tiffany, what happened to your boyfriend? I don't know, Mom. I think he fell out of the van somewhere. What? He fell out of the van? Well, you know, one night he was on the roof. He wanted to sleep out under the stars. And I think in the morning when I took off, I forgot to check to make sure he was still on the roof. I don't know what happened. I think he fell out of the highway somewhere. Oh, okay. Okay, Tiffany, let's go have lunch. Would that happen? <laughs> wouldn't you Wouldn't you ask a few more questions? That's like, actually probably how it would go down. <coughs> exactly. I mean, would you ask a few more questions? Like, okay, what happened to him? And this went on this went on for like two weeks because and then the crazy thing is there's this timeline that, I mean this Yeah, by two weeks I probably would be a little suspicious. Well, if you read into these crazy stories, there's the timeline that the, the and that all these contradictory statements that they don't know if he disappeared on the thirteenth or fourteenth. And then the sheriff or the guy who was chief of police for the police department down there comes out and says, Yeah, he's been in he you know, he was in the house until the seventeenth. Well, now it turns out he wasn't in the house on the 17th. So it's like, okay, how has this happened? Especially when you got the press camped out on your front doorstep. I mean, like, if there were, like, you know, the national press, you know, camped out on your doorstep, they would know where you went to Jimmy John's. They would know when you went to the grocery store. They would know when you went, you know, to get gas in your car. You know, because they've been following you. Right. And then when they talk to you, they totally disregard all that information. What do you mean? Hmm? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Who who disregards all the information? You said when they talk to you, they totally disregard. Who's 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 when they they who's the they? The well, press. Who are you talking about? Well, the, are you talking about the press in general? Or are you talking about these people? I don't understand what your statement was. I don't know. Go on. <laughs> Just go on. Move on. God, you know. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I watched what? this video, and and it's not supposed to be funny, but it's actually hilarious. It's this longtime editor of the Springfield, I think it's the Springfield News Leader in Springfield, Missouri. I, I see if I can send a, a, a copy of it. It's so funny. He's hired four brand new reporters, four brand new young reporters, three dudes and a, and a lady, okay? And these are going to be newspaper mm-hmm. reporters for Isn't the a movie? No, for the for three the, dudes and a little lady. No, that's not what it is. For three dudes and and this lady who are new reporters for this newspaper in Springfield, Missouri. Okay, and he. And this is actually sort of a funny video. I say send it to you. They're going to be local reporters, and the reason I think this is so funny is because over the weekend, you know, I listened to one of the new talk stations, one zero four nine. Uh, the Patriot, and the news is being, they're doing local news, but it's not being done by local people. And, and for example, over the weekend, they were talking about the, the, um, uh, the Illinois football team, and he called it the Illini. Illinois. Well, no, no, but they call themselves the Illini. He called it. Yeah, the, I know. He called it the Illini, okay, or, or the Illini or something like that. I go, what? So anyway, this video is this grizzled, you know, veteran of the newspaper, and he sits him down in an office, and he has he has twelve words, 
you know, they're like n- names of streets and names of buildings uh, and people in the Springfield area. And he t- he has these each on a sheet of paper. And before he shows it to the reporter, they, each reporter gets three of these, he shows it to the camera. And then, he, you know, so you see what it is. And then he says, okay, pronounce this. Out of 12 different streets and names of buildings in Springfield, they got two of them right. So these are all new reporters that have been brought into Springfield to be local reporters, and they have no idea how to pronounce any of the names. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the people they bring in, like, you know, like the, you know, because we got all these weird things like Gravoy, which is Gravois, and in Clayton, it's Carondelet, it's actually Carondelet, you know, and all the other crazy weird names that people, and, and it was. But it we was, call it Carondelet. I know, but that's because it's the localism. You know, I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get what you're you, saying. And you hear, yes. you hear like these guys, and coming soon to Alton. You know, it's no, it's all. You know, <laughs> right, it's all. It's not Alton. You know, and how about where I used to live up in North County, Bella Fontaine. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> right? It's no, it's not Bella Fontaine. It's Belfont. That's true. That is true. <laughs> right. All these you know pronunciations that people blow because they're not from the area, and that happens all over the country. And, you know, immediately when you get some guy who's like, you know, a Channel 4 reporter, and he blows the name, you're going like, uh, credibility zero. You know, the guy doesn't even know how to pronounce the name. What? You know, send that guy back where he's from. You know, we don't need him. Get a local dude. Our local dude at. Anyway, it's pretty funny. I'll send you the video. Okay. okay. It is. <laughs> you're agreeable this morning. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm tired. You're tired? Oh, give me a break. There's anybody I should hard. Anybody should be tired. It's me. It's 646. That is true. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. There's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. Thank you, Joe Biden. I appreciate that 100%. And I agree 100%. And think you think I don't, that's my philosophy in life. Because I was brought up by a woman who, <laughs> who used to always <laughs> as opposed to what? Well, no, about my mother who was. Oh, okay. You know, can I tell you something? I've had sure. more feedback from the morning I talked about my grandmothers. I've had more people make comments about that because because they weren't nice. I've had of of. Well, let me finish this first. First off, by saying this, my mom was way ahead of her time. My mom was an educator who So were you. No, it must be a no, genetic No, no, no. She was a full-time educator. She was a teacher, okay? Special No, ed. I mean ahead of her time. No, Cuz you're no, ahead no. of your time. No, no, she was just way ahead of her time because she was mad because of the fact that she could never be more than a department chairperson. She could never be an assistant principal or principal or superintendent because women didn't do those jobs. Men do those jobs. And my mom, if we went somewhere, God, I can still remember this like it happened yesterday. All the time. If we went somewhere and we went to a store and there was something wrong or we went to a restaurant or something happened at the house or something like that, my mom, would, her favorite comment was, you know, if a woman was in charge, this would be run right. This There wouldn't be any problems if a woman is in charge. But because a man's in charge, it's all messed up. And I'm thinking to myself, yep, she's right. I'm thinking to myself, that's what we need. We need Joe Biden to resign and Kamala Harris. No, hold it. Maybe we don't, we don't need that one. <laughs> 
that might be yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, what has she done for us lately? <laughs> oh, my goodness. God, this thing with the border is... Where is she? Well, who? she disappears. I mean, like... She does. It's like, what is she, shopping? I don't, you know, and the crazy thing about this is, we talked about this last week, Joe, you know, the uh, with uh, that, the you know, with, with his Thursday night was CNN thing where he's on there. He couldn't remember the name of, of Long Beach and, and, and what's his face. Uh, uh, by the way, do you like, do you like him? Who? Anderson Cooper. I mean, to me, there's not specifically, no, there's something, there's something, uh, uh, something creepy about him. I don't know. It just, I, you know, and, and don't, don't, there's something creepy about a lot of people. Don't think it's like, well, because he's gay. No, I could care less about that. They're just, Oh, was he gay? Oh, yes. Yes. It's just something like, you know, like he's, you know, here we go again. Anyway. You know, I read this story last night that was fascinating about how there's all these problems with CBS Network News. Okay, now, back in the day, the the big deal used to be watching the 530 Network News. You know, NBC, you know, CBS. Yes, it was. It right. was that you made it home so you mm. could watch the news. Right. Nobody does that anymore. And they're talking about how Nora O'Donnell, who I didn't even know she was doing it. That shows once last time I watched the, end of the CBS Network News. She's been on it for two and a half years. She has a contract coming up. And they talk about how she's just the worst person in the world to work with. First off, for years and years and years and years and years, the network news always always came out of CBS, or New York, their studios in CBS. No, she lived in D.C. because she was a reporter in D.C. And she said, I'm not going to, to, to New York. So they spent millions of dollars to build this new set and all these move these people down to Washington, D.C. And they're paying her, guess where her salary is per year? What? Eight million dollars, eight million dollars, and supposedly she's like everybody they talk to. She's the diva. She's got all. She's got this reputation that she yells at her makeup artist. She yells. She just yells at people. She yells all the time. She's screaming and yelling, and don't get her way. It's her way or the highway. And they're talking about how well, she was hired by one news direct by one president, and that president's out at CBS. And now the the rumor is that they're going to hire somebody, and they're going to pay them. Like a half, you know, five hundred thousand dollars a year. They're just decided, okay, we're not going to spend eight million dollars anymore, and they're going to move everything back to to New York. Uh, and I'm going like, God, how out of touch am I with that? I didn't even know she was on it anymore. And and interesting thing, if I said well, to you, all they have to do is zoom her. Okay, if I said to you right now, give me, you already know CBS. Tell me who the reporter, who is the the anchor of the NBC Nightly News is, and tell me who the reporter of the ABC Nightly News is, the 5:30 newscast. Could you tell me who those? If I didn't mention Nora Donnell, could you mention? Could you name any three of the three of them? No, I I mean, what is it? Um, the Nightly News with. See, you don't even know. Tom broke. No, he's long Brokaw? gone. He's been retired for a long time. He's gone. I don't watch TV. <laughs> but see what but see once again there was a day in our in our lifetime when if you if you like let's go back 20 years, okay? 20 years ago, if you would have stopped people on the street and say, "Hey, who's the uh, the anchor of the ABC Nightly News?" They could have told you. And who's the anchor on the CBS Nightly News? Most people could say, "Well, that's so and so." Well, that's so and so. I mean, nobody knows. And partly because of the fact that, think about it, like, you know, like I, I told this story one time to a younger crowd. When I grew up, we had Channel 2, Channel 4, Channel 5, Channel 9, and Channel 11. And then came along, one day came along Channel 30. And that was it. Yes. 
And the problem yeah, was, and they all went off the air. Right, they went off the they air like at midnight. 7. Right, and there was like there was like fuzz on the air at night. If you turn your TV set on in the middle of the night, you got white noise. <sighs> and the last thing that you saw before you went to bed was Dave Sinclair before before he was the very last commercial before it went off the air, and it was Dave Sinclair standing at his podium with um if if with um. Yeah, if Dave you, Sinclair. If, it, if it's not right, we'll make if, it right. If it's not right, we'll make it right. Thank you, and here's my address. Thank you, and here's my address. Right, and then they played the national anthem. And the, and the, yes, and, they did. And the TV station went off the air. I mean, yes. now you've got, like, if you go to your local TV and you've got one of the new HD, uh, one of the new smart TVs, each t- TV channel has multiple channels. If you go to channel four, there's a 4.1, a 4.2, a 4.3, a 4.4. You know, you go to five, you know, it's like each TV. And not only that, I don't know if you know this or not, there's this new thing called, uh, it's called Next. Everybody calls it Next. It hasn't even really been talked much about because quite honestly, it's overshadowed by the internet. It's called Next Gen TV. It's what they call ATS 3.0. That's nerd stuff. And it like is like makes what we've got right now look like kid stuff. Each one of the TV stations can transmit like 30 channels. I mean, like 30 individual channels. I mean, it's like crazy stuff. And, you know, once again, you know, it's like once upon a time. And, you know, remember how mad people would get where there would be like a presidential address and it would be on all the TV stations and you couldn't watch. You know, like you're, you're like, oh, my God, I want to I, I want to watch the Munsters. And you turned on channel whatever it was, channel four. And the president comes on. Oh, oh I'll go on channel five. And the president's there. Oh, I'll go yes, on channel two. He went uh, across the, the, whole the president's media there. Platform. <laughs> like, no, they don't even put him on TV anymore. I mean, he's nope. not even there. No, they don't. <laughs> he's, do they? He's, he's like, no. You know, well, now they, they have to wake him up. Hey, President Biden, we, oh, I was snoring. I was sleeping. You mean I got to go on TV? I got to talk to the mean. country? Oh, oh, okay. We got to take a break. But <laughs> 6.59. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Break. Hold it. I hit it and nothing happened. Okay, let me try it again. You know, I screwed up. Hold on, man. I'll turn that down. What What's going on here? Uh, BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's bread. You know, I never, ever make a mistake. It's Shelly's the one. Hardly, it's what? Shelly's the one. Here I was going to back you up and you're going to throw me under the bus? <laughs> I'm throwing. I'm not throwing you under the bus. I'm throwing Dude, you under the you tractor. you throwing me under the bus. <laughs> I'm throwing you under the tractor trailer. That's where I'm throwing you. <laughs> yes, you <are. laughs> nothing, The bus, nothing. You're going under that 18-wheeler. That's where you're going. Okay. <laughs> now, once again... Let me think. It's 7.06. I've been on the air for a total of 66 minutes, and I've already screwed up 22 times. So that's Bravo, not, that's not too bad, is it? Okay. Lots of stuff to talk about this morning. First off, I can't, I can't ignore this. To me, this is like the ultimate hypocrisy. Okay. In the St. Louis area, we've got the mayor of the city of St. Louis and the county executive of St. Louis County that once you step outside your doorstep, you're supposed to have a mask on, Right. And, yes. and then in St. Charles County, you have Steve Elman, who is like, and you know, I know Steve. I don't know him like real well, but he knows who I am, and I've had some nice conversations with him. And he seems like a genuinely nice, caring man. That's my impression. Doesn't he, though? I mean, is, am, am I wrong on that? He, and, no. And he doesn't seem, he always seems like, he seems like the guy that, like, if there's an argument, you go to him and he goes, Okay, both of you just sit down. Let's talk this through. Am I exaggerating? Doesn't he seem like that kind of a guy? You he know, does. very well reasoned, sort of, you know, like, okay, you know, anyway, 
through the whole COVID thing, he was, and some people would criticize him. He didn't lock down St. Charles County. He didn't have everybody stay in their house. He didn't have everybody wear a respirator and, and wear oxygen masks, wear scuba gear to work. You know, and, uh, you know, and so, okay, so we had this fight that's ongoing. And right now, and which is funny, is there a mask mandate in St. Louis County right now? Well, yes, there is. But yet they've fought it back and forth, and it's went back and forth between Eric Schmidt and the whole bit. Okay, is there a mask mandate in St. Louis City? Yes, there is. Okay, so is there a mask mandate at the Enterprise Center where you know the concerts and the blues play? Yes, there is. So who's at the Blues game, opening game of the season, Saturday night, in one of the luxury boxes with his wife, who is just a knockout. I'm sorry, remember I mentioned that last week. I saw a picture of him and his wife. I thought to myself, that's not his wife, that's his daughter. This gal is gorgeous. I mean, on a 10 scale, she's like a 9.9. And, and she's so a doctor. So you're saying he married up? Well, he's sort of doofy looking, you know. I'd say and that. And that's his trophy wife? Oh, my God. She's just, and she looks like she's, he looks like he's, he's, he's 60 and she looks like she's 30. Okay? I'm a trophy wife. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah, you, you be nice. You, you're the you're the participation trophy. Oh, did I hey, say that? Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Okay, so my dog is even looking at me. Okay, so he heard what you said. Uh, yeah, I he know. Wants he wants to bite your face. <laughs> right. Good. Okay, so he's Mr. Mask Mandate. Mask, 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 mask. So there's pictures of him at the Blues game in the luxury box with no mask. And there's a rule that when you're in the Enterprise Center, you have to wear a mask. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I, I looked it up and I'm going like, okay, maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe there really isn't. And sure enough, there's a here, let me find it. I gotta find today's stuff. I put on here my little little file, okay? Uh, Enterprise rules. Mass face coverings must be worn by all fans all over the over the age of five. And then City of St. Louis has an indoor mask mandate. And here he is sitting in a luxury box with his wife, who's to his right. And there's some political guy to his left. It might be a, probably a county police officer who is his bodyguard. And there's, and there's like 20 people in this luxury box. None of them have masks on. None of them. And I'm going like, here we go again. Do as I say is not as I do. You know what I mean? And it's just like you see this. You had to deal with with that was the whole thing that started with the recall election of Gavin Newsom where he's telling you, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't go to lunch. Remember I told you the story about the one restaurant that was in the L.A. area that the guy said, I'm not closing down. So they went and they turned his electricity off. You know, the, the county got the, the, electric, the electric company to go to disconnect his meter so he couldn't run his restaurant anymore. And then there's all these people being arrested because, you know, they're opening their stores and things like that. But yet Gavin Newsom can go to the French Laundry, which is like the most expensive restaurant in the country, and have lunch, you know, have a dinner with people. Oh, that's okay. He's Gavin Newsom. And you see these things all the time. Well, that's okay. That's so-and-so. But yet you have Joe Biden who's like walking, you know, on, across the Sahara Desert and he's got and there's nobody within 10,000 feet of him and he's got a mask on. OK, let me think about this. But yet he's in a restaurant last week with his wife and they don't have masks on where they're supposed to have masks on. I'm going like, OK, I don't get it. You know, maybe they had one of those signs up there that said if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. But it doesn't make any difference because Washington, D.C. has the mask mandate. Once again, these are uh-huh. these are rules within these cities. Yeah. But that's only like a strong suggestion. Well, don't don't. There's, Kinda like the speed limit. Like, for example, there's a mandate right now in St. Louis County. OK, if you go into a building and I have to tell you, in the course of my day, I'm in St. Louis County, you know, at least a couple times a day. OK. I go into places, nobody's wearing a mask. 
I'm going into the Quickie Mart in St. Louis County. Nobody's wearing a mask. And yet, and it's even to the point where the Quickie Mart used to be the worst because when the mask mandate really wasn't effective, if you walked in the door, I've been in there before, and the manager would say, I'm sorry, sir, sorry, ma'am. If you don't have a mask, you have to leave. And they would chase people out. And some people, and they grumble, they walk out the door. Finally, when masks got to be to the point where they were, you know, more, you know, where you get more of them, they had a box of them on the counter. And if you walked in without a mask and they said, hey, sorry, you have to have a mask, they would hand you a mask and you put yeah. your mask on. Right. Okay. But at first that didn't happen. Okay. So why? And see, this is, this is why, this is why I say that people who become politicians think they're above everybody else. And it's not all of them, but I would say probably... A good percentage of them, once they become a pot, well, I'm I'm Nancy Pelosi. I can I can sit in my house and eat ice cream that costs you know thirteen thousand dollars a you know a quart in in my sub zero refrigerator, which cost fifty five thousand dollars. And you poor peon, you've got to sit at home and you can't go out of your house. You know, I mean, like okay, whatever. She can fly back and forth from San Francisco to you know D.C. And, and yet, and remember, there were people being, I remember a friend of mine told me the story that, that he got chastised. This is like only like four or five months ago. He got chastised on a flight because he pulled his mask down a little bit to take a sip from his soda. And when he didn't pull it back up, the stewardess said, or excuse me, the, air, the, air, the, air, air, the flight attendant says, sir, you put your mask back up. I'm going, whoa. But then there's a picture of John Kerry on a flight with no mask. It's like, okay, how does he get away with that? When he's not on his Learjet. Remember, he's the guy, John Kerry's the guy that is Mr. Environmentalist, but when he went to get that, remember he got that environmental award in Greenland or something like that and flew his private jet there. Okay, like Mr. Kerry spewing out all that carbon stuff from his private jet. But that's okay. You know, that's okay because he's John Kerry, but you and me, if we chartered a private jet, oh my God, first of all, we couldn't afford it, but second off, be like, oh, you know, there's this, the, the BS in the morning show spewed all the toxic gas into the atmosphere. And then over the weekend, okay, for a brief period of time, I, I went off the bandwagon, okay? I'll be honest with you. I went off the bandwagon. You know what the bandwagon is? What's that? Not listening to NPR. <laughs> You listened to NPR for about twenty-five minutes. And well, you worked hard this weekend. I, I, we'll talk about this. Oh, at this hour, actually. No, 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 no. We won't talk about oh, that. No. Oh, no, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, so, 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 <laughs> I'm listening to NPR now. Here we are getting rid of all sorts of things. We, you know, we have to have electric cars by 2025, and we can't have this. We can't have that. We can't barbecue. You know, in California, they've banned lawnmowers. They've banned leaf blowers. They've banned all sorts of stuff. And what's the story in India? What are they doing more and more and more of? Burning. I don't know. Burning coal. I mean, they talked about, and this is interesting. They say the United States, as far as our energy profile, our demands for energy have sort of peaked. And if anything, our demand for energy is at a level, uh, le- you know, level uh, uh, part of demand, or it will actually decrease as we become with, you know, more efficient vehicles, which has sort of, sort of happened over the years anyway. In India, they have, you know, there's almost a billion people that live in India, okay? And they have this huge demand that grows every single year for more energy. And how are they providing that? With coal coal burning 
power plants. Remember, the same power plants we got to shut down the United States. Ameren UE's got to shut the one down there in Arnold, and they're you know people are upset because they got the one that belches all the smoke down there in you know and in Portage de Sioux across the river from Alton, Illinois, and they got the one out there in Labadee that all the people complain about. Oh, it's terrible. We hate it. You know, but yet when they're not complaining, when they turn their lights on and the lights work, you know, it's just like I complain all the time about. You know, they don't want to build any cell any cell phone towers, but yet they want their cell phone to work. Okay, guess what? You can't have both. You know, if you don't want cell towers, you, your phone's not going to work. And if you don't want, you know, coal-producing power plants, at least for the time being, you're, you're not going to have any power. So anyway, they talked about how how coal is this hugely growing business in in India, and they talked about this family. One of the guys has a Ph.D., and you know what he does all day? He shovels coal. He has, they have a family business where they sell coal. People show up with buckets at this guy's business and they buy buckets and wheelbarrows of coal so they can go home and heat their houses and cook food and stuff like that. And I'm going like, okay, let me scratch my head a minute. The, the currents of the, United, of the world go round and round, the weather currents. It goes round and round the globe. What happens is like we're looking at right now. This storm that just hit the West Coast, guess what? In a couple of days, it'll be here. The storm that's, that's in you know Colorado you know or, or for sure if the, there's a storm coming across Kansas right now probably by noon or afternoon we'll have that storm here right because that's the weather mo- weather moves right so if there's pollution coming out of India guess where it goes it goes up into the atmosphere and it comes down the United States so why aren't we busting their their butts why aren't we and the Chinese people the same thing they're building coal power plants like nobody's business because you know why coal power plants are easy to build and they're cheap to operate but yet we can't have coal power plants, but they can. D- does that make any sense to you? It does. It does. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Okay, two, two, two stupid criminal stories. Okay, I get off my, I get off my soapbox. Okay, first Was that off, a soapbox. <laughs> this is in Yuma, Arizona. If you haven't seen this video, you need to watch this video. This video is incredible. This is a guy. Let me see if I can get to work. This is a guy, a Marine, looks like he's probably, you know, mid to late 30s, okay? And this is done from a security camera. He's in a quickie mart, and he's walking out. This is the camera, is like the camera, it's up in the ceiling, and it's showing the entrance door, okay? He's walking out the quickie mart, and as he's walking out, three dudes dressed like ninjas, all in black with, like, hoodies on and the whole bit, you know, with face masks, run in, and the first ninja has a gun out. So imagine he's walking out the door. That is so not ninja-like. Well, he's walking out the door, and these three guys walk in. I mean, they don't walk in. They run in. The door opens, and the first guy runs in. And you see this, like, you almost got to watch this in slow motion. As the guy runs up to him and starts to point the gun at him, he, he takes his left hand, deflects the guy's arm, swings his bag, whatever he's got, into his hand, and whaps this kid in the face and breaks his nose, puts him on the ground, gets the gun away from him, and sticks the gun to his head and says to the attendant, call the police. And it, it's like, this happens in like two seconds. It's like, oh my God. And once again, the gun is when this kid walks through the door and points the gun at this guy, there's, he's like, the gun is like maybe two feet away from his head. And this guy instinctively... You know, I mean, like, with one motion, left arm comes up, he catches the kid, kids, and it turns out the kid's 14, okay? He catches the kid right in the wrist, takes takes the bag 
of these holding the stuff he just bought. I don't know what was in it. It must have been like canned food or something like that. Hits the guy in the face with it, like in one motion. Left arm goes up, moves the gun away from his face. Right arm comes up, whacks the kid in the face with the 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 you know the the bag of whatever's in it. Breaks his nose, <clears throat> gets him down on the ground, gets the gun away from him, sticks the gun to his head, and says, "Call the police." Like in three seconds, I'm going like, "Holy cow!" And then they interviewed the guy, and he's like, "Mr. Mr. Under Under Assumption," you know. He's like, "Well." You know, I was just there, had to do what I had. And, you know, he's, he's, and he says he says something like, I'm sort of a fat, pudgy guy, even though I used to be a Marine. <laughs> you know, I'm going like, you go, dude. You're my hero. You know, he's like one of those under-promise, over-deliver kind of guys. It wasn't like, yeah, well, I learned that in Marines, and I was ready for that. He, you know, he was like Mr. Like, like, you know, hey, I was just there. I did what I have to do. That was just what we're trained to do. And I, you know, I was just, you know, I did my job, and I'm done. Three, they caught they caught this one guy broke his nose. Fourteen years old. The other, they think the other two are like fifteen and sixteen. Yuma, Arizona. Okay, that stupid criminal <laughs> number one. Okay, ready for the next one. This next, yep. this, this next one's like, you know, I read the story that myself. This can't be for real. Uh, and then I got one other about the flight the flight attendants who who were stripped in uh, the female flight attendants who went uh, who stripped to their underwear in in Italy. Do you hear about this one? No. <laughs> this one's bizarre. Is this uh, real? For real story. Okay. Let me find mm. this one. Um, here it is. The Seattle. Okay. Let me see. Okay. Uh, robbery suspect pleads for his gun back after victim disarms him. Guy comes into a convenience store. 1115. Oh, excuse me. 115. The manager of a convenience store, 600 block of Denny Way. Watched a man gather about $200 in merchandise and walk out without paying. The manager followed the suspect outside and confronted him, telling him to return the items. As the suspect reached toward his jacket pocket, the manager could see the handle of a handle handle grip of a pistol sticking out. So with the guy's going for his gun, the manager stuck out, uh, struck out the manager's hand in a chopping motion, causing him to drop the gun. He already pulled the gun out of his waistband. The manager quickly picked it up and started running back to his store. The suspect followed him, pleading for his gun back and offering to trade the stolen items for his gun. <laughs> Can you believe that? I mean, <laughs> the guy, the, the manager of the store dims arms him, gets his gun. The guy comes back to the store, said, give me my gun back and I'll give you the stuff I just stole from your store. Is that a deal or what? Would you, wouldn't you, would you take that deal? It, it was... Um... Yeah, no. I, can you believe? I mean, like, how stupid. And the crazy thing about it is they caught the guy because not only did they have him on security camera video when he's in the store stealing the stuff, then they got him on security camera video outside where the manager disarmed him. When he runs back in, they've got him on, like, three or four cameras. They catch the guy, like, an hour later, still in the same clothes, walking around near the store. Now, like, think about that for a minute. If you did, wouldn't, wouldn't you, like, be in the next county? You know, would you like drive would, yeah. drive like, you know, to Indiana or something like that? I'm getting out of town. I'm not sticking around here. They catch him an hour later. Okay, now here's here's the Italian story, which and I'm not making this up. This is a true story. I saw the video on this and it's like it's so bizarre. The story is um Italia Airlines, which I don't know if it's like the national airlines of Italy, but it's had financial trouble for years. Okay? And it's Alitalia, Alitalia. That's the that the that's the name of the airline. Okay, and okay. somehow or another, 
they, I don't know if the Ital- Italian government, uh, you know, went into effect or something like that, but they shut down Alitalia and they started a new airline called ITA. This was on October 14th. So on October 15th, October 14th was the last, uh, for last day for Alita- Alitalia Airlines. And then on the 15th, they, they uh, started this new airline. The only problem was that Alitalia had 10,000 employees and ITA only took 3,000 of them. So 7,000 employees of Alitalia Airlines in one day lost their job. And most of them were flight attendants. So uh, I'm trying to think what, what day this is. Uh, it was last week. So 50 former flight attendants stood in rows in a square atop Rome's Capitol Line Hill, lowered their company shoulder bags to the cobblestone, and they like they're like like they look like they're in a marching band. They're spaced like six feet apart. They're in lines and the whole bit. They lowered their shoulder bags to the cobblestone pavement, then slowly in sync removed their overcoats, their uniform jackets, their skirts, and stepped out of their high heel shoes, and they were in their underwear barefoot. And they stood there to protest. And the picture is bizarre because there's all these women like lined up like in a marching band in their underwear. And they're complaining that they lost their jobs. Now, if that happened, if you were working at the FAA and all of a sudden they laid off like a bunch of people back in the day when you worked at the FAA, would you show up at the airport and strip down in your underwear and stand, I want my job back? No. <laughs> You wouldn't? Why not? Well, for one thing, no job is worth that. You wouldn't? You, no job is worth that? Not if you mm-hmm. work at PTs? You wouldn't have to wear underwear if you worked at PTs. Exactly. <laughs> See, at PTs, when they don't like what happens, they put their clothes on. That's their protest. They, well, if you don't like what we do, we're putting our clothes back on. No? I'd be okay with that. No, but but what do you think of these women? Fifty flight attendants. First off, it's sad when anybody loses their job, but like seven thousand people in one day. I mean, how in the world if they're running an airline with ten thousand people? How in the world did they start a new airline with three thousand people? Don't you wonder about that? I would say I would put one of those things on my car, but put one I of can't. The, one of those things in your car. What are you talking about? That. Never mind, Brad. One of those things on your car? What are you talking about? Yes, never mind. No, I don't know what you're talking and, about. Move on. I'm done. But you, you, you are as a woman. Okay, then can I talk? Then no, no, no. As a woman, you have no reaction to the fact that these women stripped out of their underwear in the middle of of, of an Italian, like you know, park or something like that. This looks like some kind of a fancy schmancy building. Like there's the guy on a horse behind him. You know, if the United States, that guy on a horse, they'd somebody to take that, oh, it's a guy on a horse. First off, we don't like who he is. And second off, he's on a horse. He's hurting that horse. We got to take that statue down. You know, that's over in the United States. <laughs> yeah, they would do that, actually. <laughs> take that statue down. We don't care who that yep. guy is. He's on a horse. And he's got to, if he's on a horse, he's got to be a bad guy. I still say we need to take down the St. Louis statue in front of the art museum because that guy was a bad dude. What but St. Louis statue? Mr. St. Louis. Louis the Ninth, whatever he's already down. No, he's still there. He's still there. They never took him down. Here's the guy. Once again, here's the guy that that went against all the... He's already down. No, he's still there. They didn't take him down. See, my thing is... The old statue with him on the horse? Yeah, he's still there. Down in Forest Park? Right in front of the art museum. He's there. They took him down and they have him tucked away. No, they don't. He's still there. You're talking about Columbus and everybody else that they took away, but not him. 
They didn't take him away. I thought he was the first one. No, 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 no. But he's the worst one of all. He's the worst one. He, he was a, you know, he's got a sword in his, you know, in his hand. What was he doing? It was him and the Crusades. He's killing the Muslims. He's that's what the Crusades were all about. The Christians were going after killing the Muslims. How in the world do we have a guy who is? And and remember, this is my whole thing. Remember, remember, I I I started the, the campaign of the rename St. Louis because you know we got to rename everything. We can't it can't be Columbus, can't be Columbus Day. It has to be Indigenous Beach and People's Day. And I said we Indigenous need Indigenous People's Day. We need to rename St. Louis West Sage. Remember that was my campaign. Yes, I remember, Brad. West Sage. Yeah, we have Sage and we have West Sage. Just like it'd be the opposite of St. Louis and East St. Louis. East St. Louis is a small city across the river, and we have St. Louis, and it would be just the opposite. We have Sage, which is the small little town across the river, and on this side of the river, it'd be West Sage. Hey, where do you live? I live in West Sage. Really? Yeah, where's that? It's just, it's just west of Sage. We're west of Sage. Sage is in Illinois. West Sage is in Missouri. to the whole underwear thing. Yes. <laughs> the smartest woman in the world says they strip to a full slip. So basically, a full slip is completely different than their underwear. It's their underwear. If, Brad, if, if you, were, you did not say full slip. If you went outside. That's you, completely covering all of the bo- lady parts. <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> the lady parts. I mean, seriously. They stripped to their you underwear. You neglected to say that one little thing, they stripped and to you their... just said their underwear. They're in their underwear. Okay, do you wear a slip you out? You sound like some of the media people out there. Like Anderson Cooper, who the, 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 the smartest woman in the world loves? And, dude, get rid of the stupid black glasses. Just like Bobby Bones. I mean, like, I wore glasses all my life, okay, for a good part of my life. You know... And I tried to minimize how the glasses looked on me. Okay, why do you wear it? Like women. I've seen these pictures of women wearing like Mr. Magoo glasses. I'm going like, people out there go like, who's Mr. Magoo, right? <laughs> there really are people out there going, um, who's, who's Mr. Who's Magoo? Mr. Magoo? <laughs> hey, Dad, this guy on the radio is talking about Mr. Magoo. Who is that? Oh, that's a guy who used to be a cartoon character back in the 1800s. You got yeah. to be an old timer to know who Mr. Magoo is. <laughs> Pretty much. Women, don't wear Mr. Magoo glasses. It doesn't make you look attractive. It makes you look goofy. Stop it. You know, it makes you look goofy. Put a pair of Ray-Bans on like our president, and then you'll look cool. Okay? <laughs> Ray-Bans, please. <laughs> it's, it's 729. It is. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. Westplex 107.1. Da, 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 da. You know what it reminds me every time I hear that? Da, da, What's that? Da, 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 da. Doink. Da, 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 da. Doink. Stop da, da, it. Da, da. Doink. Okay. <laughs> here's such a goober. Stop it. Here's another one of these stories. Which, like, I scratch my head. Now, I'm not the biggest history buff in the world, but I do know this story. Do you know who Junipero Serra was? Who? Junipero, J-U-N-I-P-E-R-O, last name Serra, S-E-R-R-A. If you're a Catholic, you probably know this name. He was a, He's a Roman Catholic saint, and he was a missionary uh, priest in California. And he had tremendous, I mean, this is back in, I think, the 17, 1800s, a long time ago. And um, he is a saint at the time. He was just a friar, whatever you call it. You know, because keep in mind, all, you know, 
Cal South, California was essentially, you know, the it was everything like Los Angeles is the city, city of angels, okay? And it has to do with God and stuff like that, you know? All these places out there, okay? And San Diego, like, you know, remember that's that's the, according to... Uh, to uh, uh, Anchorman, uh, that's uh, that's Wales. You know what? <laughs> Remember the movie? You ever see that? <laughs> no, I, I do know the movie, but no, I don't. <laughs> when he says that San Diego is named after a part of a female whale, we'll just leave that alone. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, there not only is there a movement, there's a park in Los Angeles called the uh, Father Sarah Park. Okay. They've renamed it to La Plaza Park. Because Mayor Garcetti, who I believe is Catholic, he says, quote, Los Angeles is a city of belonging that takes responsibility for the mistakes we made in the past. Our indigenous brothers and sisters deserve justice. And today we make, uh, my screen just moved. And today we make a step toward delivering both greater cultural sensitivity and spaces for Angelinos to gather and perform their traditional ceremonies. Okay, whatever the hell that means. Okay, so anyway, but... A professor from Pepperdine, and Pepperdine is in Malibu. That's the fancy schmancy university in Malibu. Uh, he says that removal of anything related to Sarah is, quote, part of a national movement to delegitimize not only the founding of the United States, the 1619 movement, but literally the discovery of the United States. And if you know the history of this father, Sarah, he fought hard for the indigenous people, the Mexicans, the Indians, things like that. As a matter of fact, he was in charge of initiating, initiating and overseeing 21 missions of California. He was like the head mission dude in California. You know what I mean? And he was, uh, and this is why they probably want to take his name off that because they're contributing him with significantly to the spread of Christianity in California. And the professor says he lived a cruel life. The professor says he wasn't perfect, but overall he was a better man than the people he was often dealing with in trying to protect Native American rights, women's rights, and treating the indigenous population with dignity. Here's a guy who back back in the day, like centuries ago, is is he's a Catholic priest. He's trying to help Native Americans. He's trying to help, help women. He's trying to help indigenous people. And they take his name off the park? Explain that to me. Does that make any sense to you? Half the things that they're doing with everything they're taking down doesn't make any sense I mean, to me. It's, remember, I, what was that, that, that the quote I had that I heard from somebody? The quote that was like, what we're doing today is getting rid of the past to create a new future or something like that. You know, and the idea being is, is that once, what's that famous quote, those who uh, don't study history are bound to repeat it, something like that? You know what I mean? The yes. idea, the, the idea that, and think about that in so many ways. You go back in history and you look at things and you go like, okay, why did that happen? I mean, I had somebody over the weekend who I, I read this little article that talked about, he gave you the world history of World War One and World War Two in like three paragraphs. And essentially what it came down to was that in World War One, the Germans got a little bit out of hand. We beat the crap out of them and we made them and they could only have a, a army of 100,000 people after World War One. Well, what happened? Their country went to hell in a handbasket. So along comes this dude by the name of Adolf Hitler, and he energizes the, the country, and he says to be, we're going to control the world. Now, think about that for a minute. I mean, I mean, Germany is like a pretty big country, but it's not like nearly as big as the United States or India or Russia. I mean, and so what is what is what happens? And, and same thing with Japan. Japan's this little tiny island, you know, in, in the eastern Pacific. Okay, so what does Japan say? We're going to bomb Pearl Harbor. We're going to kick those Americans' butts. We're going to, you know, we're going to knock them back to, you know, to back into 70, 70, 1776. And that's the, to the west of us, to the east of us. Hitler's going like, we're going to take over Europe. 
and the United States finally goes, okay, enough. So what do we do? We kick the Germans' butts, and we kick the Japanese' butts, and we save the world. That's the world war right there. And yet, what happens? We repeat the same crazy weird stuff. We decide that, oh, it's okay that, that this country, you know, it's okay that Iran gets a nuclear bomb. It's okay that so-and-so does this. It's okay that, that China takes over these islands in the, in the, in the Indian Ocean or the word, the whatever it is, whatever ocean it is. It's okay that they, they you know, are flying their, their jet fighters over Taiwan. Oh, we don't really care anymore. We just want kumbaya in the United States. We want everybody to have a Tesla and have solar panels on the roof. That's all we care about, right? You're not going to say anything. <laughs> Have I gone too far? No, you never go. Well, you kind of go too far, but not this time. <laughs> I just, it's just, you know, once again, it's like the crazy thing is, it's like, I. Does look, your mind ever stop? I look at, no, here, I look at like, you know, here's the perfect example. I had the discussion with somebody over the weekend. Okay, once upon okay. a time, the city of St. Louis has, you know, has been like democratically controlled for like decades. You know, like back into the last century, okay? And St. Louis County had a pretty reasonable government, okay? And it was to the point where if you wanted to see all the bizarre, weird politics, you watched city politics. And the county, people in the county, ah, look at those people in St. Louis City, all oh, those politicians. Now it's like all the weirdos are in St. Louis County, too. I'm going like, okay, now the smart people are in St. Charles County. You, you and I deal with them. We deal, we know, we know, not that we're like saying, hey, we know these people. We know Mayor Pagano. Okay, we know Mayor Pagano. Yes, he's we know lovely. we know Steve Elman and these people in St. Charles yes. County, and they're all fairly reasonable people, right? Yes, they are. They're not crazy, weird nuts. They're not telling you know we got to wear a mask or we're gonna we're gonna lock your car, we're gonna put a boot on your car, and you won't be able to drive your car anymore. You know, none of all that. All of the mayors are just are are pretty level headed. Mayor Hennessy and O'Fallon. I mean, talking about an easy going guy. I mean, oh my gosh, he's amazing. And and he's just like you know, he's always like, hey man, you got a problem? You know, uh, you know, come talk to me. I'd be more than happy to listen to you. Okay, if I wanted to talk to, to Doctor Page today, do you think I'd have a snowball's chance at hell hell of him even talking to him before the end of the month, which is a week no. from today? I mean, no, but yeah, if I called up Len Pagano or, you know, Mayor Hennessy or even Steve Elman, remember I told you the story that we had an issue with a tower issue with one of our radio stations and I met him at a luncheon he was at. And I said to him, I said, Mr. Elman, I really need to talk to you about something. Is there a way to come? Yeah. He says, yes. Call my secretary, get an appointment. I'll be more than happy to talk to you. The next day I'm in his office. You know, I go in and tell him what the problem is. He grabs his phone, calls somebody up. Bang, this guy's in his office. We're talking about it. I'm going like, damn. Yeah, this guy's in his office. (laughs) Looking at you going, thanks, dude. Not happy with me, right? (laughs) But but once again, once again, that's what our public officials should be. Now, I get it that if I have a problem and I call up Joe Biden, I'm not going to be sitting in his office tomorrow. I get it. I, I totally understand that, but by the same token, there's so many politicians in the United, you know, in our area, at least in St. Charles County, who are extremely accessible and not bizarre weirdos like some of these. You know, in the ones in the city, they want to do all this. You know, like what do we have problem with crime? Get rid of the police, defund the police. We don't need all those cops. Get rid of them. Now all of a sudden they're going. We need more police. I mean, like some of these cities now. I heard was over the weekend. The guy was talking about the fact that that I can't remember which department with it was. They're going to lose like 300 police officers, and there's only 16 places in the police academy. Okay, so and I think it takes like a year to go through the academy. Do the math on that one. If they lose 300 cops and there's only 16 places in the police academy, every time they have a have a, a class, what is it going to take? 10 years to get 160 more police? 
I mean, it's just bizarre weird stuff. And then the interesting thing was, I heard this over the weekend, that, matter of fact, Mike Elam, of all people, said this, okay? Okay. Mike Elam said he talked to the county police chief, the St. Charles County police chief. Okay. And... And he said to him, are you having a problem with all these, with not having enough police officers? And he says, no, we got more than we know what to do with. Because you know why? No. All these cops in the city and county, where do they want to move? They want to work for St. Charles County Police. Well, that's because we, we were amazing. But once again, and the same thing's happening like in Jefferson County and Franklin County. You know, the city cops, the city cops and the county cops and the St. Louis City and St. Louis County cops, they want to go out to the collar communities. We call those the collar counties. Jefferson, Franklin, St. Charles, and Crapville County. Crapville County is the most important one. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. You're awful. Brad with... has his own little fiefdom, and it's called Crapville. <laughs> right. And I'm the mayor. <laughs> and. Uh-huh. I'm the mayor of Crabville. You know what? Yes, he is. My mouth. He always wanted to run for political office, I didn't, and now he's I didn't, mayor. I didn't have to run. I just appointed myself. You know what? My computer what? is locked up. Hold on a minute. What, what, what happened to my mouse? Hold on a minute. Let me let me do. Well, while you're doing that, I just want to give a shout out to um, several people actually. Now, hold on a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go any further. I can't believe my computer. Hold on, hold on. I got a problem here because, in fact, I got to figure out what to do with you and I. Should we just leave the air right now? Hold on a minute. Darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it. My computer. I can't. Did you ever have that where you can't find the mouse? And then you realize the reason you can't find a mouse is your computer's locked up. <laughs> yes, I, I have that quite a bit. Hold on a minute. I got to dump this thing. Let me see if I can find it. Man, it is locked up good. But if you had Pez over at your place, you wouldn't have a problem with mice. Oh, I get what you're saying. I get it. Oh. 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 Hold on, hold on. You're welcome, Josh. <laughs> that kind of, they don't do that kind of mice. Oh, <laughs> they, okay. Okay, they do the other kind of mice. <laughs> Can I talk now? No, but go ahead anyway. Okay. Anywho. I'm not going to try to say so, I'm, I'm going to censor you or anything like it, but it depends on what you're going to say because if you say one thing, I want to stop you. That stopped you right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't censor me. I don't censor you. Well, you do, you do all the time. I do, but, you do all the but time. Not really. You say, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. Don't don't talk about the Anywho, fact that, 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 so that Tracy Ellis sent talk. you a cease and desist letter. Don't talk about that. A cease and desist letter. Here's it's it's called Q. <laughs> Here's your letter. The voice, you. the voice of freedom. The lady who who wants everybody to have a voice of freedom sends me a cease and desist letter. I'm gonna put that on the internet. I really am. I'm gonna do no, that this. Please don't. I'm gonna do it this week. I'm gonna do it. Anyway, this week. you're. I want to talk. No. So well, anyway, well, go, I, I, have I keep saying, of time. Shelley, go ahead. So I do want to give a shout out. Go you right know, ahead. There's a lot of go ahead and things talk. that people don't know about me, and um, one of the things is is that. Um, I, I'm married, and my husband has been ill, and... You're not going to talk about this. Let's not talk about this. I want to talk about it. Well, leave me out of it, okay? okay. Seriously, leave me out of okay. it. Okay, I will. Okay. So, anyway, he's been ill. Well, the Ladies of Little Black Book, it's, an organi- it's a female professional organization that I belong to. Those Those beautiful women have not only given me a gift card to 
when my husband was in the hospital to go back and forth to the hospital for gas. Um, they also have also set up a meal train for myself and my husband and uh, my daughter and her husband because they just had a brand new baby and Chris is being deployed in three weeks. Two weeks. So next week, is it? I just it? wanted to say a shout out to Little Black Book, Angel Magasano, um, all the ladies. I mean, there's so many that I, I could mention, but I would be remiss in missing someone, and I don't want to do that. But I do want to say, Angel Magasano, thank you so much for um, your support for both me and my babes, Tiffany, and um, and for all the women in VelBB. And I just wanted to say thank you for that. Isn't your son-in-law being deployed next week? Isn't it like November 1st, which is a week from today? Isn't that when so, he leaves? November 1st is his, he's on orders right now. He's I know. just waiting for a flight out. Right. If you know uh, uh, Shelly's son-in-law, her daughter's husband, um, who is the new father of their new baby. What's the baby's name again? Harper Fay. Harper Fay uh, is uh, um, ret- uh, in the Air Force, but he's still he was in the Air Force, but he's the Air Force Reserve. He's a big dude. He, he's like the the number the the head the second head honcho guy at the uh, Boeing Fire Department up at the airport, and he's being called up uh, for duty. Shall we say halfway around the country or halfway around the world? Right on the other yes. side of yes, the world. He is. Like he's going to be. And they were going to take him mid right October right. And which would have actually, he wouldn't have been here for the birth of his child. Right. So they waited. And so um, she had her early because Tiffany encountered some problems. But he was here and he's still here. And um, the ladies of Little Black Book set up a meal train for them. And um, they're just taking both care of both of us. And um, I I also want to say that I... um, one of the things that my husband requires oh, is no, we're, a we're, wheelchair. We're gonna stop right here. And I've had a very no, no we gotta stop. We gotta stop right here. Of mine. We gotta take a break. Seven fifty. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the morning on KSLQ and Westplex one oh seven one. Westplex 107.1 AM 1350 crap and 104.5 KSOQ all part of the TrimalCast. This is BS in the Morning. Web address is bsinthemorning.show. You know, I'm fascinated by that marshmallow dude. Can you imagine running around in your life with a marshmallow head on, you know? I mean, like, let's say the guy was like on a... Like how stupid he looks? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. Let's say the guy was on a dating site. Let's say he's on Match.com. And you're, dude, seriously? And you're a woman, you're going through all the guys. You know, you know they, that guy's bald. I don't like, oh, that guy's too fat. Oh, that guy's holding up a fish. Oh, this guy's got a marshmallow head on? Oh, my God, this is the guy I want to meet. He's got a marshmallow head on. Mm-hmm. I want I want a guy. I, my, I told my mom when I was a little girl, Mom, one day when I grew up, I want to date a guy who's got a marshmallow head on. Oh my God! I found my I found my man. All these other women back in the in the in the forties and fifties, women wanted a man, you know, who was like a in armor on a on a white horse, a shiny armor on a white horse. I want a guy who's got a marshmallow head on. Don't you think? No. <laughs> yeah, that, that I think that exactly. No, I don't think okay. that at all. Actually, couple things to talk about. First off, one of which is going to be, we had I don't know if I'm going to try to get him on tomorrow, Ron Emlin, because um, he won't come on on Wednesday morning. After two years hiatus, unless they cancel it today or tomorrow, we're going to be out at the St. Charles Convention Center Wednesday. That's Wednesday. 
for the Small Business Expo. There has not yes, woot woot. There has not been one of these in two years. Now keep in mind, they do these twice a year. They normally do it in April and October. Okay, the last one we were at was in October of 2019. They obviously canceled the one in April of 2020. They canceled the one in October of 2020. They canceled the one in April of 2021. So here we are in October of 2021. And after two years, we're back. So if you are in business, if you own a business, run a business, like the ad says, if you're a key employee, this is a great event. Uh, it fills up the entire bottom part of the convention center at St. Charles right there at the Embassy Suites. And it's Suites. lovely. It's very well done. And it's free. And they have yes, lots of... Yes, and it is free. Right. They have lots of... Different expos or different different you know sessions, workout sections, whatever you, you know, breakout sections, whatever they call it. They have the the networking thing that goes on, I believe, at noon. Speed networking. Speed network. Yep. It opens at eleven and goes to like five o'clock. Uh, come on by. If 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 they've done us a favor again, if they've done us the ultimate solid, we are the first booth as you walk in the door. How did we get that, Shelley? How did we ever do that deal? We're the first. Um, <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. You, I just think that we advertised for them and they <laughs> liked what we did and we brought in their advertising work. Our advertising works for them like it does for so many people and they uh, thanked us accordingly. Right. We haven't done it for two years, but before that we did it for a long time. And honestly, we had a lot of the people who listen to this station, business people on our station who showed up at the at the event. I truly think that's why they somewhat like us. They, they like Shelly, they don't like me. Ron says, hey, I like that Shelly, but you're a jerk, Brad. <laughs> I doubt he says that, actually. No, he's such a nice guy. But so come he's on out. He's a very nice man. Come on out and, and, and you know, once again, even if you're thinking, and you know what? Here's, here's something else. We've had this happen where people have shown up and said they're looking for a job. And what a better way to show up at an event like this because a lot of the people working the booths are the people that run the business. So you don't have to call them on the phone to get an appointment. You can walk up to them and go, hey, look. You know, I'm looking for a job or, you know, are you guys hiring? Is there any way I can come in and talk to you about that? Just come on by. It's free. There's no admission charge. You just walk in the door. Convention centers really easy to get into parking lots, right? You know, if you know where, know what we're talking about, it's on the south side of I-70 between 5th Street and 94 in St. Charles. The Embassy Suites, uh, the hotel's right there. And we're on the backside. Just come around the backside, park in there. And it's the Small Business Expo. We'll talk about it again tomorrow. I'm going to try to get Ron on for tomorrow. Uh, if I don't, uh, we'll you know we'll just be there on Wednesday, and then also Friday night we've got the information up on lamp. Uh, excuse me, legendsandlanterns.com uh, is the masquerade ball. The commercials running for it now. The new commercial, and this is it. Uh, when this ball hits on Friday, that'll be they're not doing the legends and lanterns. The event that was you know that over the pre previous three weekends is over, but this is the ball, and the first time they've done this, it's a masquerade ball. It's at the uh, uh, convention, excuse me, the Foundry Arts Center. It's this Friday night. It's really a cool event. It's the first one. So hopefully we can pack this place and obviously... Is there, is there a charge for that? Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to buy tickets. but uh, and, and you can't just... I don't think they're... unless They'll probably sell the thing out. Hopefully they'll sell it out online. So if you show up at the door, you may not be able to get in. So go to legendsandlanterns.com and it gives you all the information, the tickets. You can buy the tickets online right there. And that's... and. And, we and this is a themed yes, party. Mas yeah, masquerade ball. Matter of fact, it's it's themed like sort of like it's the, what they're calling it is a Mardi Gras masquerade ball. So it's okay. sort of it's sort of like a French kind of 
you know, like a, you know, Louis, uh, New Orleans kind of, you know, dealy, you know, you know, like Mardi Gras. So if Gras. I showed up there with um, my costume and a bunch of beads, that'd be okay. Anybody but you, you, they'd go, oh my God, it's Shelly with a mask, a costume and beads, throw her out. <laughs> they go, no, they probably go, where's her costume? <laughs> they oh, go, nice beads. What do you have to do for those? They go, Shelly, hey, go down to Llewellyn's. That's where you belong. Go down to Llewellyn's. You look like, you look like a wench. Right. Yeah. Well, Chris Highfield does call me his his woman of peace. <laughs> woman of peace. Woman of peace. How? Why are you a woman of peace? Why am I a woman of peace? Yeah. Um. You know, well, I because it's a long story. Never mind. Everything you do is a long I'll story. I'll ask him. Everything you do is a long do story. Do you know that he actually, it, it means it's something significant to him. And he goes and teaches other places, Yeah. you know, to how to build churches because he's, he's so successful at building Grace River. Right. You know, and, he's, and he tells these people, I'm his muse. He says, you always need a woman of peace. She's not necessarily a believer, but she's, but she's connected and she believes in what you're doing. And um, she'll be there to support you in any way. That's why he calls me his woman of peace. So you're the you're. The, is that a position you have at the church? No, it, that's just specifically for him. He really he really is. He he laughs because um, two two of the people that um, I'm closest to, Caleb Hunter and Chris Eiffel, are very very spiritual and religious. And they're two of my closest friends. And he just thinks that's so funny to me because so funny to him because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a religious person. Remember back in the day when he had, remember, I, I, I don't mean to bring up war stories, but I do think this is funny uh, because people think they know me and they don't just like you think that's you know me, true. but you don't. And, he had the grand opening of his new church, new place right yes, there on Veterans Memorial Parkway between uh, 79 Salt Lake Road and Billow Creek, T.R. Hughes. It gets so confusing <laughs> I know what there. you're going to say. It, it was <laughs> funny. So he said, I said, I'm going to come to your grand opening of your church. And he goes, no, you won't. You won't be there. And he said to me, and trust me, you were there when he said it. If you come to my church on opening day, I will pee in my pants. Remember he said that? He did. So I showed up at the opening day of his church with a big old box of Depends. And I go, dude. Yes, you did. Put them on right now. <laughs> yes, go, yes, you did. Go strip off your, your clothes and put on those Depends and come back out. And I yep. think the last time I talked to him about that, I think the box of Depends is still like at his office or something like that, where people go, why is there a box of Depends in your office? Well, this crazy, stupid guy on the radio. I told him He doesn't say that, I, actually. I, came that if he, I told him that if he showed up in my church, uh, you know, because he's such a disbeliever and he's such a, a Satanist and he runs around... He doesn't say that about <laughs> He you. runs Stop around it. town and, 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 and tells that the churches should all be shut down. And I said, if you show up in my for grand opening, I'll, have, I'll pee in my pants. So... I gave him the depends. I'm actually considering being um, dunked. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the basketball game and going to get dunked. <laughs> no, you're going to get hit in the head with the basketball. That's <laughs> what you're going to do. Right. <laughs> did, did you do something? Because we're still on the air and it's 8.05. I screwed up and I messed up and we went too long. So now what I'm going to do is to make us legal with the FCC – 
KRAP Washington, K296HA Washington, KSOQ FM Washington. So I got all the bases, bases covered. So now we're, we're done. We're done for the morning. We went way over Are this we, morning. Can't we go a little bit longer? No, because I got stuff I got to do. Oh, yeah. I got well, s- um, here, just uh, so everybody knows, thank you, Brad. We've we've got to stop right now because I got to sell some advertising. This is the last week of the month, and I'm way behind. So if I call you today, please buy some advertising from me because if not, we may not be here a week from tomorrow. <laughs> and and we did pay our electric bill, and no, Friday was not our fault. <laughs> oh no, yeah, Friday was when I'm in the middle of the <laughs> funny, where, right, but not our fault. Right, a truck hits the, the telephone pole down the street from the studio and knocks the power out. Not once, but twice. You know, and and the crazy thing was, I'm like going like. What the hell happened? You know, because what's sort of weird about it is some of the stuff here in the in the in the studio is on is on UPS and other stuff isn't. So the lights go out and everything. Most of the equipment goes dark, but yet my computer screens are still up. I'm going like, okay, what just happened? You know, and I heard this crash. That was the bizarre part of it. Was I'm going like, okay, I hear a crash, then the power goes out. Has the world just come to an end? You know yeah, I mean? really. I mean, is has, this the rapture? <laughs> right. Has has the meteorite hit? You know, or have the Russians sent over their latest nuke or something like that? Or and I go outside and there's nothing left. You know, like anyway. So that was. <laughs> but yet we digress. And, have a great day, everybody. Welcome to Monday, Monday, and um, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Peace and I fly. And I got to see what's going to happen here. I'm going to press the button. I don't know what's going to happen because the computer's taking over, and we'll just see what happens. Okay.